Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are diving into season three, episode two of Sanditon. The best season yet. (laughs) (laughs) We can't stop saying how great the season is so far. It's only two episodes in. (laughs) And we love it. I know. I was watching it this morning and I was thinking, I don't know what it is. Maybe I just love things better in the morning because (laughs) I was like every I kept pausing it to write down everything and you know I haven't really (laughs) done recaps that intently in a while it's been more of a you know so I kind of go go as you go (laughs) (laughs) definitely inspiring me I really I'm loving this season there's like yeah there's definitely something about like it's got a little pep in its step because it feels like stuff is happening and even though like we're still only in Sanditon, like it feels like the world has completely like opened up with all these new people and totally i think the addition of lady susan was such a great idea that that we had last season (laughs) let's just say it (laughs) (laughs) i know we were like hello you set it up where is she (laughs) Uh, and so i just feel like everyone everyone is so revitalized even though charlotte is like clinically depressed (laughs) <laughs> it just feels revitalized to every other aspect yeah i mean even though not everything is going great for everyone it just definitely mm-hmm. feels like i don't know it just has more forward momentum and i'm yeah. so excited to talk about it <laughs> me me too how uh, what was your first impression other than what you've said so far <laughs> <laughs> well i love our new soprano who came to town <laughs> me too she was so cool i i don't know if they're trying to imply that everyone in the regency era or just the people of this town are just fickle assholes <laughs> but <laughs> i don't believe it <laughs> What specifically are you referencing? Well, because like Georgiana last episode, everyone was applauding her walking into the party. Right. And today, this episode, they're like willing to or supposedly ready like to gossiping. turn their backs on her in a second. And Lady Susan, they're all gossiping about her. And I'm just like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's like, I don't know, because I do kind of wonder if maybe this is their version of celebrity gossip and just some parts of society especially maybe parts of this town that are maybe more middle class that are closer to that upper class just kind of give in more to that gossipness and maybe it's not necessarily yeah. that they're like shunning them but they're like well, we don't want to talk directly to them about it because that would be so rude let's do it behind their back <laughs> yeah it could be mostly like lady montrose and lady susan who right are, i mean you know lady susan being not part of the town is more susceptible to it. But just the Definitely. whole Georgiana thing, I'm like, I think uh, this yeah. whole town should be having her back. You know, we've been right. through a lot <laughs> with her. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would like to think maybe maybe it's just like the people who are visiting Sanditon, like on vacation are the ones that maybe she's worried about. But yeah, I mean, clearly, like we only really see people gossiping. It's the Montroses and it's really only Lady Montrose. Yeah. And it's, I think it's purely like deflection away from their own kind of scandalous nature, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Not that her children really seem to give a shit about it. (laughs) It's just her. Yeah. And also the Georgiana storyline, while 
I don't think it's a bad storyline. I'm just ready for it to be resolved so we can go- yeah. move on to some better storylines for her because oh yeah i don't want to spend the whole season worrying about whether she's going to get her inheritance and if lockhart is going to get it i just right i want it to be taken care of (laughs) and have some romance (laughs) or find her mother or something you know yes oh my god i hope they do yes i would say based on the preview for next episode which looks like we're already in the courtroom (laughs) it looks like yeah that's they kind of were like let's just wrap this up (laughs) which is fine by me Cobert's brother. Oh my god, he is so <gasps> dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I kept seeing him with like different people interacting, <laughs> yes. and I was like, maybe he should be with her. No, maybe he should be with her. <laughs> I know. My notes are probably like, are they gonna get together? Are they gonna get together? <laughs> right. <laughs> I know there was one scene he was in, and I was like, everyone in this scene is so beautiful. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Of course, not a regular looking one of the bunch. No. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Did you have any other first impressions? I was really happy to see we got more Arthur this episode. I love it. (laughs) And I like the, and we can get like the specifics of it, but I like that we got shenanigans with him and the Duke. I can't remember what the Duke's name is. Montrose. Yeah. Or his uh, first name. Yeah. The cast list for the second episode is... (laughs) <laughs> shorter than the first episode which makes no sense so i can't remember <laughs> i might have it in here somewhere i just kept calling him duke or montrose probably right but i just love that not only did they like link up a little bit but that they had like a whole like rapport and there was like a whole situation that they kind of helped each other through and it was just really awesome harry and it was that's it was nice to see arthur being you know the one Mm-hmm. you know like he goes up to arthur and tries to right. talk to him and you know as opposed to arthur pining away for someone like he did right. last season it's nice right. to have him be the one approached <laughs> yes so i'm really excited to see more of that and like maybe where the trio of him of them two and georgiana like what happens with that that's a theory that mm-hmm. i have to get to talk about later <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just excited to talk about it yeah yeah Okay, well, should we go ahead and get to the notes then? Yes. This episode, our director was Jenny Padden. So okay. I think it's the same as the last episode, honestly. Yes. And I, I think the, the writing right... was really good. Me too. And she had all those really great credits we talked about last episode. And I think the writer writers was listed as the same. Ah. And then as far as people I didn't say last episode for the cast, we have James Bolum as Riley Price. Okay. He's that crotchety old man. <laughs> you better not knock down those houses. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I have more beef with Tom this season. <laughs> Maybe he finally got a backbone. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes he sees dollar signs and and me <laughs> and you know meaner older people and it cowers. <laughs> the cast list I could not find who played Miss Greenfield, the opera singer. It's very annoying. Oh really? That's yeah. It's like it hasn't been updated yet, which is very annoying. Let's see. Is she listed under the first episode or the maybe the, even the third? I'm going to check the third to see. Now, it looks like, I don't know if they just haven't updated the cast list on IMDb. I can't find it, but I 
sure at, at some point during the run of these episodes, it'll update on the cast list and I will say her name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but those are kind it's of like- It's probably in the credits. I just didn't even think about looking. Yeah, I didn't either. I do know that she's based on a real Black opera singer from that time Ooh. named Elizabeth Taylor Greenfield. Who was it's dubbed? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Or Same name. Greenhorn. Excuse me. That's oh, okay. who it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I kept calling her the soprano until we finally met her and learned her name. <laughs> yes. Okay. I will find out at some point. But yes, it is based on a real Black opera singer. She was dubbed the Black Swan, and she was <laughs> America's first Black opera star. And let's see. I got a little bit of facts about her. She did sing for Queen Victoria about 30 years after Sanditon was set. Okay. She was born into slavery in Mississippi around 1820, but she got her freedom and education in Philadelphia. She, you know, like most Black performers of that time were kind of limited to minstrel shows, but she was like a touring opera singer. And apparently she would perform at places where like Black people were not allowed to be audience members. So it was very, you know, common interest. Yeah, it's very story, interesting. I think. <laughs> yeah. But she later, it says here, she later toured Europe with her friend Harriet Beecher Stowe. So yeah. another famous person. She lived in Mandarin. She went to school in Mandarin. Oh, right. She, <laughs> what's that? They did a play, Five and Time did a play at the, isn't there like a house? The, the Mandarin Community Center? Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. I think her school is still around. Or like yes, that's right. Where she went to school, I think. Okay, I remember that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so she sang for Queen Victoria at Buckingham Palace in 1854, and she was the first African American vocalist to give a command performance for British royalty. So ah. a little bit of real life switcheroo <laughs> kind of thing. Well, the king is missing out. <laughs> Seriously, and I was like. Ugh. You gave up Lady Susan? You're the idiot. (laughs) Well, I guess he must have at some point during this time period between like the first season and this season changed from the Prince Regent to the King. Right. Yeah, we never really got explained it because I went back to see if they had anything. Mm -hmm. If we had time these days, I would say we should do a deep dive on it, but we, we don't. No, but you know, some point something happened where he became king. That's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, should we go ahead and get to the recap? Let's do it. Okay. To start our recap, the recap of the first episode that I was watching <laughs> made me mad. And I said, stupid Lockhart. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. He just interrupted her party just to embarrass her even more. He's such I a hate him. <laughs> I want them to find <laughs> some dirt on him and like disgrace mm-hmm. his name. <laughs> yes. And then just push him out to sea. Yeah. Let that deal with him. Exactly. <sighs> Okay, well, I started off saying Sanditon is always pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's very beachy, very, um, it's very New England-ish, but old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we start off with Charlotte walking by some dunes. <laughs> 
We find out that Ralph went home because she was only supposed to stay a day. So Ralph left, but left Charlotte there to help Georgiana. And he sent her a very romantic letter (laughs) about how much he missed her. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a little bit dry, if you ask me. (laughs) He had flowers and it was was sweet. (laughs) It was just like. Hey, these are the flowers that I picked for you in this area. Um, I can't no, wait to marry you. Like <laughs> it was like that, but like Regency language, basically. <laughs> it just felt a little too like, I wanted to be more poetic. I want him to express his love for her. But that's just not who he is. He's, you know, simple farm boy. Okay, so then we see Arthur is quizzing Lady Susan de Claremont, which I think that's the first time we heard her last name. Lady de Claremont. <laughs> on what music would be best for the musical gala he's organizing because mm. the king is coming Woo! i guess <laughs> that's what i said i guess the prince regent is now the king <laughs> and then we see tom and mary discussing georgiana's predicament mm-hmm. apparently they've tried to contact many lawyers who are all refused to help because the judge that they've been assigned is a known racist asshole <laughs> Yeah, which is a lot like a lot of judges these days. So <laughs> so they don't even want to take the chance. But come on, lawyers. Get I your bona fides. You got to step in and do something. Well, it's, and it's also like, you know, if you win, you're going to get paid well, I'm sure. So it's like, do you want to get paid and or not? And have a good reputation. Exactly. So I'm guessing that these lawyers probably also have some not so good underlying feelings about it. Yeah, probably right. Edward is pretending to rake leaves for Reverend Hank. I was like, I knew you were lying. I know. I'm like, he's such a liar. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was wondering, is it fall in Sanditon? Because the the tree had red leaves and he's raking leaves. And I just don't feel like we've ever been there when it wasn't the summer. That's true. I guess everyone is wearing long sleeves. Like long, long sleeves and gloves, and it's very windy. So maybe. Yeah, they're lucky that the musical performance went over so well. I was thinking that could be like super windy and not pleasant if it's right. (laughs) (laughs) Edward, though, I guess he was inspired by Hankins, or he Mm. just says he wants to write a confessional poem. Which maybe was just a way to get out of doing work because (laughs) Hankins is delighted and gives Edward the day off. Bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Hankins. You're really uh, you're really gonna be a dead this season. <laughs> <laughs> he was so great last season. I know. <sighs> Maybe he'll he'll turn around. We don't I hope so. <laughs> okay, then we see Charlotte and Georgiana, and Charlotte is pissed off and determined to <laughs> see justice done. Mm-hmm. A real friend. I think they're they're at the um, the like. Uh, restaurant or whatever yeah it's like the where everyone kind of goes to just have like lunch yeah Coburn and company come in and sit at the (laughs) next table over (laughs) and Charlotte is determined not to leave until this is done and I said I guess Charlotte will have to become a lawyer and Georgiana (laughs) apparently thinks so too (laughs) just knowing Charlotte just makes the most sense for her just to represent Georgiana (laughs) I I was like she's the only one who can solve this (laughs) (laughs) and they both know it at this point (laughs) (laughs) Lady Montrose we see I think they're back at their house Mm -hmm. thinks Georgiana is doomed 
Whatever. Thanks, Lady Montrose. But the Duke refuses to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly partly for his own uh, <laughs> secure security in his secret and life. <laughs> yeah. Lydia once is going riding with Coburn, although it sounded like they called her Lizzie in this scene, and I was like, or maybe I it was Liddy. Probably Liddy, because I did hear later it said Lydia. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely Lydia, but I just, I thought they called her Lizzie, and I'm like, whoa, is she Elizabeth Bennett? <laughs> <laughs> so many Pride and Prejudice, Lizzie. <laughs> and then I said, Augusta, no, stop. <laughs> <sighs> this is like prime teenager thinking that they're older and smarter than they are like you're being crazy i know i literally said teenage girls don't know how to not cause themselves future regret (laughs) i mean just in this story alone it seems like they're always getting in trouble although she does surprise me later on but edward Mm. wants to impress her with poetry and i was like where did this poetry kick come from why is everyone so obsessed with poetry all of a sudden (laughs) who knows maybe he's like Hmm, maybe manipulation isn't the way. Maybe I'll have to manipulate through poetry. <laughs> Different kind of manipulation. Mm-hmm. So Arthur is shopping and insulting the Duke, who was asking him about Miss <laughs> Lamb. <laughs> I think he's uh, <laughs> overcorrecting for his mistake classes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But when he tells him that... This this American soprano has been secured, mm. and he's impressed. Arthur does crack a little smile. So, of <laughs> <laughs> I do really appreciate that we're not giving the Duke like this storyline of like he wants to keep his secret, so he's gonna, like gonna be crappy to like everyone else except Georgiana. Like he's like seems like a genuinely good person. He does. I yeah, and you know. Lydia does as well. So yes. I think, and even though Lady Montrose is kind of annoying, but I feel like she must be kind of good underneath. Yeah. Oh. I think she's just probably like overcorrecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to use that again for whatever has happened to their family, their yeah. fortune loss. At this point, I was kind of like, is the king going to end up saving Georgiana? Or are they just going to impress him so much that he's going to be like, <laughs> she, of course, is in charge. Guards, get him. um we see coburn leaving unexpectedly it's not anything to that scene except for him leaving no not telling anyone anything (laughs) edward is writing bad poetry (laughs) and miss hankins comes in and gives him some advice to speak from the heart and not from the head some very good advice (laughs) too bad he doesn't have a heart no <laughs> if he were, we're really not like cutting him any slack. <laughs> no, he has had two seasons to prove himself, and he's been the most villainous of anyone. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so oh, this is nice. Tom includes Mary in the hotel placement decision mm-hmm. making, which I'm pretty sure we're going to end up with where she chose. Of course, in the we end because <laughs> Mary is the smartest person. Insane to do. <laughs> All she had to do was look at the map for one second and be like, there. <laughs> uh, but as soon Price. as she leaves, Price is Rudy Patootie. Mm-hmm. Tom is like, well, it doesn't matter because you're not allowed to give me any money, according to Lady Denham. <laughs> and he says, right. I'm going to go convert Lady Denham. Just you wait. He's like, oh, now you want to be helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, uh, what made me a little annoyed about his after Mary left and he was like, that's the most ridiculous place. We can't put a hotel up there. What about the trek? 
And I was like, I'm like, you're all in carriages. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what rich people are walking to the hotel? Are walking Seriously. anywhere? <laughs> I mean, what about the cob? You have to walk up and downstairs there. <laughs> exactly. So, although I kind of feel like his whole entire purpose of being there in the first place is for Lady Denim. Yeah. Like, but we'll see what happens. Augusta and Leo conspire to their old ways to ruin Lydia and her mother's date. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Yeah, although Lydia rises to the occasion. Mm-hmm. I need her and Charlotte to talk to each other and maybe bond because I still I know. Like <laughs> I know. Me, I like Lydia a lot, especially the way she handled the whole situation. She's so, you know, flase da about it. She's like, I don't really care. <laughs> and, okay, then we see... Coburn, which I may start referring to as Xander because we've actually heard <laughs> that his was, name. That now was that there's two shocking. Coburns in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> that was shocking. <laughs> but at this point, we just know he found some dude who was gambling, but he's another Coburn. We find out later. Mm-hmm. And... Georgiana writes a letter. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, we'll save it. <laughs> okay, save okay. It. <laughs> Georgiana writes a letter. We'll find out about that in a second. Mr. Price talks to Lady D mm-hmm. and he puts on his best behavior and she tries to put on her most curmudgeonly air. <laughs> <laughs> we find out that he passed her over, but apparently in this scene, at least he's acting like he thinks she passed him over. They both remember things differently. So <laughs> like wildly different. <laughs> I know. I'm like, was there some sort of mix up? But no, he's just a liar. (laughs) Of course he is. She does want him to build his hotel and give her a lot of the profits, though. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, then Mr. Samuel arrives with Coburn. (laughs) And we find out that he is the infamous Uncle Samuel. Coburn's (laughs) brother. Also a Coburn. (laughs) Xander's brother. (laughs) Xander's brother. And, you know... No shade, but the more attractive brother. I mean, <laughs> he, is he may be one of the most attractive people on the show. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so then we see Georgiana reading Mary and Charlotte, the letter she wrote. I think that maybe it's for the papers that she wrote it, like, to it, plead her case to the public. I think so. Okay, but as she's reading it, Mr. Coburn, or Xander, comes in with Samuel, who mm-hmm. is... Brr, I just spit everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Drum roll. (laughs) Her new lawyer. (laughs) It's the least Coburn could do. "Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm." He's melting icy hearts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is is a scene where I said, everyone is so pretty in this scene. Mm -hmm. It's like we have models only in Regency era. (laughs) (laughs) And then I said, yay, justice. And love. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Augusta and Leo are out under a tree and Edward comes in. I said, Edward, again with you. And uh, Leo says, not him again. (laughs) Leo is uh, audience representative. (laughs) She is all of us. (laughs) But this was my favorite. Augusta puts him in his place. Mm -hmm. Although I think it like secretly turns her on to do so. Yep. She's uh, <laughs> he leaves, power hungry. But he still seems determined when he leaves. And she is like blushing excitedly, I guess. Or I don't know. She's got some feelings going on. Mm-hmm. I was like, cut it out. 
I don't want that. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you can't change it. <laughs> I see the train crash coming. <laughs> okay, so we see Hankins, and he's got a letter for his sister from Dr. Fuchs. And he's very curious as to what it says. And she's like, you don't need to watch me read it. <laughs> <laughs> she's being very coy, like, oh, it's probably not pressing. I can wait till later when I'm alone. <laughs> But she does flatter him about his work with Edward. So of course she was like, get away. <laughs> so he leaves. She reads the letter and Dr. Fuchs is telling her about the stethoscope. He got to try and listen to someone's heart. Mm-hmm. And he wants to share it with her. It's so sweet. I don't know what I said. Best I'll own her heart. I don't know. No, I think I meant to say bestill her heart, bestill her own heart. Because oh, probably. she was very um, excited about that. <laughs> yeah, she because he was like, I can't wait to share with you or like show it to you. And she was yeah. like, ah. she's it's like, so scientifically sweet. <laughs> yes, they're like the cutest little like nerd couple. Yeah, I love it. Arthur is bustling, 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 bustling. <laughs> and busy. I was like, oh, something bad is going to happen. And it does. The king can't make it after all. <laughs> the editing was very funny to me because we kind of like zoom in on the letter and it says like all we see is regretfully inform and it's just like Arthur like oh what's happening I know it's so <laughs> typical Sanditon the last second something bad happens and we have to overcome and usually it's Arthur who's the one who's like optimistic we can mm-hmm. still persevere but not this time no. but uh, we do, I don't know if that's, this is, it takes a minute for us to come back to that scene because we find out that the king so. has a new younger favorite mm. who's not Lady Susan. Uh, Arthur goes to talk to Lady Susan, not realizing this yet. Mm-hmm. And okay, yeah, because this is all in the oh, restaurant like, or whatever. Yes, yes. And she seems, oh, she's so good. She like seems sad and disappointed, but she's still like perfectly composed. And, of course. Oh, it, you know, you just never expect to see her phased in any way. So. No. It was like, based on her response, like, it seemed like it was inevitable. Like, she was like, I know it's coming one day, but she doesn't want to face the music just yet. Yeah. But then, well, okay. Well, later when we find out that maybe it was because of the singer who was coming, mm. then I'm like, well, does it have anything to do with Lady Susan? Is this guy just, you know the worst which yeah. i'm jane austen did not like the prince regent so i'm pretty sure <laughs> he was the worst <laughs> so they're like well let's just make him bad <laughs> okay this is where we find out that mr price wants to knock down the fisherman houses to build a Ugh. hotel i'm like tom you have had enough like fomenting rebellion in this town right. <laughs> this town is gonna like burn you at the stake if you don't get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he kind of thinks that oh lady d will put up uh oh no we haven't got to that yet i don't think yeah yeah, yeah we haven't got to that yet okay so then the duke comes to talk to arthur and plays the part of arthur because oh, arthur is like on the verge of tears looking out into the ocean <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he's afraid he'll be the laughing stock but the Duke is now taking on the job of eternal optimist and mm-hmm. says that they'll dazzle the soprano with pump <laughs> and she'll <laughs> never even know that the king is not there. <laughs> yeah. This was a really funny scene because he was like kind of coming up with the play on the fly. And like once he said it, he was like, oh, exactly. And he was so happy with himself <laughs> and like was swinging his cane around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He really like moved up like 
four notches in my oh, yeah. good opinions. This I like him episode. a lot. Okay, so Charlotte and Georgiana go to the Coburn estate. And Charlotte must wait, and Xander will wait with her. How can <laughs> And then Hot Brother says, you're, well, you're going to have, we have to have some truth between us. And Georgiana is like, I don't fear the truth. Mm. And, okay, then Miss Greenhorn comes to town. Yes. And she's black, and I love her. <laughs> yes, she's so, like, I don't know, like, opulent. Like, she's got this air about her that I think, like, all opera singers do, where they're just, like, head held high and just so, like, chic. Yeah, yeah. The Duke shows up in fancy dress of some sort. <laughs> A lot of feathers and chains and giant canes. <laughs> And I was like, I don't like that they're lying to her, but I also want her to sing and meet everyone. So it's <laughs> <laughs> like, I know they're eventually going to come clean. I just need them to charm her just enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really doesn't take long for Arthur to be like, my conscience, though. <laughs> of course, he's too good. Uh, okay, so back at the Coburn estate, Georgiana is being grilled mm-hmm. by Samuel. And Xander, <laughs> never gonna get over it, is trying to make, trying to make conversation with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Very awkward. She's yeah, she's very awkward. Uh, she, I don't know, deliberately drops her glove and <laughs> he picks it up, and the sparks start flying. <laughs> oh yeah, clearly she's got some feelings still. <laughs> so, oh, I hear thunder outside. So Samuel mm. is really laying into Georgiana. I'm like, how are they not hearing what's happening in the next (laughs) (laughs) Like Those Regency walls must be thick. Yeah. But he's basically trying to show her what kind of nonsense she's going to have to put up with, especially Mm -hmm. at the trial. Yeah. I mean, it's like that. I think it's almost like a trope that's in those kind of like movies about trials where it's like, these people are going to be so rude and mean and point out things that a, probably aren't true, and B, definitely aren't true, and, <laughs> and sort of like, you know, what's the word, like exaggerate them. So yeah. you got to be prepared for it. Yeah. And I just, uh, I want them to find some dirt on Lockhart. It's like a perfect job for Charlotte. Go I know. investigate and figure it out. You and Coburn, <laughs> sneak around, go into his room, find out that he's not even Lockhart in the first place. <laughs> uh, that would be crazy. He pulls off a mask. <laughs> they're not even referencing the fact that Sydney already had a lawyer take care of this so I don't know right. why we're not talking about that it might be I maybe mean, it'll be brought up next episode but I think it's literally just the only reason that they're entertaining it is because he's probably white and she's black well yeah I'm sure but still I know okay so I said don't despair Georgiana please you can do this mm-hmm And the trial's only two days away. It's like, (laughs) Jesus. They were like, get a lawyer or else. (laughs) Starting soon. I said, Charlotte, you've got to fix everything as you always do. (laughs) I know. First, she's got to fix herself. Got to fix her own heart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now we see Edward sitting down to write again. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is where Mary comes in and is like, no, you're not knocking down any homes. And by the way, and Tom is like, oh, well, Lady D won't let him knock mm-hmm. him down. So it won't be matter. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Lady Dedham does not care about people. Do no. <laughs> Especially poor people. She does not care about the working class. <laughs> no. She cares about her own pocketbook. And that is it. <laughs> yeah. I need Tom to grow a backbone because 
this whole thing like uh lady jenna won't won't let that happen you're just kind of putting the if it when it does happen the blame on her instead of yeah. taking responsibility for your own actions mm-hmm. um and then i said this hottie coburn bro may <laughs> have to get together with lydia <laughs> i'm still making matches was, of everyone <laughs> that was one of the matches that i had in my head <laughs> for him specifically this episode yeah yeah but he certainly took his brother's measure Mm-hmm. Um, who he was in love with very quickly. <laughs> uh, that scene, you must think of her in high regard. Uh, and then he said something about Charlotte. He's like, I meant Miss Lamb. And we were like, <gasps> dun, you dun. exposed yourself. He's got that lawyer's eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, then we get to the point where Arthur has to tell Miss Greenhorn because he just can't take it. And he said, course, which is I right. can't lie to an artist. <laughs> I was like, you're the best, <laughs> Arthur. I love yeah. you. <laughs> I can't lie to anyone, especially an artist. <laughs> and then he like turns his head up and starts walking away. I was like, ah, he's the best. He's know, right. He's right. Good because I felt bad for her because I was like, don't no. lie to this lady. But it was so great. He does flatter her before, before he tells her the sorrowful truth. And... I said, maybe the king won't be saving Georgiana. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) But the duke steps in and takes all the blame. And Miss Greenhorn Mm -hmm. is still going to go on. Thank God. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I would like to think that she was so kind of flattered by the like attention, the type of attention they were giving her and all like the compliments and how they were like, they came clean before the show. That probably yeah. meant a lot to her. So yeah, I was very glad, happy to see that she decided to perform anyways. Mm-hmm. And I said, Arthur, please find love with the Duke. You're so cute. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> okay. So Charlotte is supporting Georgiana, who seems like she's given up hope. No. And I said, I need you to believe in yourself, Georgiana. Show yes. them you're unbound. <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, you have to prove time and time again that you're the baddest one in Sanditon, but might as well do it again. <laughs> I know. So Price and Lady D enter arm in arm. And of mm-hmm. course, she doesn't care about the fishermen's homes. <laughs> no, I mean, she just yells out for me to get there. Tom <laughs> and interrupts <laughs> conversations. You don't want to build a big old hotel on a beach. Believe me, it's not good no. structurally. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, they just eventually will go with Mary's idea. I just know it. They will. Let's hope we don't have to have an uprising of the town again. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to throw Lady D out in a minute and steal all her money and be like, you don't get to have this anymore. <laughs> that guy from the first scene is, first season is going to come back and be like, what <laughs> yeah. am I hearing about you knocking down homes? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we t- settled this already. Uh, so Coburn and Coburn meet up with Lydia and Lady Montrose. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything happens in that scene. They just... He just apologizes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, of course, now Charlotte has to return the favor to Lady Susan and help her, which Mm -hmm. I love. They're two unhappy women. (laughs) (laughs) She turns turns it right back on Charlotte and is like, Make sure you're supporting. (laughs) Make sure you're supporting Georgiana because you really want to and not. You want to and an excuse to stay away. Yeah, exactly. She's kind of like, yeah, exactly. It's just, she doesn't, she thinks you're not going home because you don't want to. Although exactly. you can't abandon Georgiana at this type of crisis. Exactly. <laughs> you simply cannot. 
And then I said, Augusta, why? What do you see in Edward? You know he's trouble. Do not be alone with him. Uh, it's just because he's <laughs> handsome. That's literally it. And they go for a walk. <laughs> maybe, and probably, go ahead. I was thinking maybe because Coburn was such a kind of horrible guardian for a while. Mm-hmm. And she was so nasty for the mm-hmm. beginning of first the last season. Maybe she kind of sympathizes with Edward's nastiness. Probably. You know? Like maybe she kind of no- understands him in a way. Yeah. She's still so young. I just. Ugh. I know. I'm like, number one, you're, <laughs> you can't change him. Let's get that <laughs> out of your head. And number two, I think it's also a mix of her being like, ooh, a bad boy. <laughs> I mean, if I thought she could dominate him, then maybe. I'd be yeah. For it, but, but who knows? Um, maybe, who knows? Maybe she's got some tricks up her sleeve. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Mr. Price admits to Lady D that not meeting her at the church was the greatest mistake of his life. So I guess he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, at this point, I was like, okay, so you're the liar. I got it. Can't trust <laughs> got you it, at all. <laughs> Men suck on the show as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the rich ones. So Arthur, we're, we're at the performance. Everything is so pretty at the beach, you know. Mm-hmm. No wind in sight, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and Arthur starts apologizing to the crowd for the prince or the king not coming, but Lady Greenhorn walks on and stops him apologizing. I exactly. love her. Love exactly. Her. <laughs> I was like, she was like, don't bother apologizing. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll like, over. <laughs> exactly. She's like, I will just simply tell them that he is not coming and I'm not going to apologize <laughs> for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then she sings like an angel. Ah, it was so beautiful. She dedicated the song to all the women with heartache in the crowd. And I was like, that's everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every single woman. <laughs> uh, so it's it's very beautiful. We see each of them seeming moved. And I don't know how Charlotte ended up sitting right next to Coburn. I guess probably. <sighs> Kismet. <laughs> Conveniently. He was like, ah, I gotta sit right here. I guess and I'll sit right here. There's some Regency hand touches between the two of them. Which means a lot. (laughs) And everyone stands. Bravo! (laughs) (laughs) It was a beautiful show. Which makes me think, see, Georgiana has already changed this town to Mm. be, like, more accepting. They should be standing behind her. Yes. Okay, and then, actually, maybe my favorite new pairing, Lady Susan and Samuel chat. And I'm like, oh! That was another These ship two I had. Need to be together. <laughs> <laughs> that was another one. I was like, oh, this is a match I like a lot. <laughs> yeah. oh, I just want everyone to fall in love this season. I know. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> I don't think so. It's the end of a Jane Austen. <laughs> oh, they'd be so perfect together, though. I know. Georgiana is now determined. Thank goodness the singing determined her. I really want her and Lady Greenhorn to have it like you know a, like a, a conversation and yeah like inspire a, her or something yeah yeah because she's you know what she's just turned 18 so she's so young and she's already had to go through so much and you have this like woman who's a little bit older uh probably went through <laughs> some of the same horrors that she went through so it would be really oh, yeah so such a good meeting of the minds and just being like let's have a conversation yeah and i will not be able to take it if lockhart wins i mean i will no i'll break my television (laughs) (laughs) i will find andrew davies (laughs) well Uh, 
him. <laughs> I will sue Sanditon for a new television. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the best season so far. I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I- <laughs> Me too. I love it. It's so good. What was your favorite part? <laughs> I just love that beach scene with from Arthur and Harry, the Duke, and just the, him coming up with the idea of what they're going to do and sort of uh, <laughs> embellish the story to yes. Miss uh, Greenhorn. I just really loved it, their whole interaction and how it kind of really is developing from that point, especially. Yeah. Oh, they're so adorable together. They are. I was like getting, you know, that like, not Terry like sad, but Terry like with happiness. The whole mm. concert was like really moving me as well. Yeah, and it's beautiful. I love that it gave Georgiana the like chutzpah to go out mm-hmm. and fight Lockhart and oh, I exactly. so much. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I hope that something happens next episode where Charlotte is like, we're on recess from the trial and she spots someone and she's like, who are you? And then we find out some big secret about him. And she's totally. like, guess what I found out? And I really hope that this trial is way more interesting than the death comes to Pemberley trial. Oh, God. <laughs> Please. <laughs> let's, let's not have a, a repeat of I that. I can't take a, another Regency trial like that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm thinking since Charlotte and Georgiana will be there, it'll be a lot more interesting. Yeah. I want sleuthing. I want shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want victory. Yes. <laughs> and I want it next episode. <laughs> yes. And we want Lockhart's blood. <laughs> we want Lockhart to be disgraced forever. Exactly. I mean, he's an artist. Do we like those people? <laughs> mm, we're supposed to, but he's the one evil one. I know. But I feel like in the Regency, it's like, oh, you're an artist. <laughs> <laughs> right. But he's like, I'm a, I can appear to be distinguished and complicated and my want money isn't that what every white man wants i just oh i hate him i, know. <laughs> I just really can't stop saying how much i hate him okay yeah 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 so yeah i really loved this episode it was so good and i really also good. love samuel and i'm very excited about mm-hmm. susan and samuel hopefully solving the entire town's problems <laughs> and their <laughs> yes. own <laughs> yes i like how all the new characters we're getting are all like good. Like they're good people. Uh-huh. I don't think we've gotten a new character yet. That's been like, oh, this person's like an evil person because yeah. Lockhart is not new anymore. So yeah. I just like that all the new people we're getting are like, we love Santa Ted. We love these people. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes it fun to watch. Yeah. And I'm willing to entertain Charlotte and Coburn getting together. If yeah. she actually becomes happy. Stop moping around. (laughs) Yes, I I would like a little less depressed Charlotte. And I I would love... We haven't seen her spunk since the first season. I know. And I would love for her to kind of be like a little bit of like matchmaker with Lady Susan and Samuel. That's really what I'm looking for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we do a recommendation this time? Because I've got something to recommend. Sure, yeah, you go first, though. Okay. <laughs> well, I am now officially, like, a D&D obsessed person, <laughs> even though <laughs> I have still never played the game. But I found a new podcast, which is so 
good Mm -hmm. and it's only like three episodes in so it's really easy to jump in i mean probably there'll probably be at least four or five by the time this one comes out but still easy to jump in it's called worlds beyond number and i think they're just planning on doing you know just keeping going with several campaigns Mm -hmm. and it's Brendan Lee Mulligan, Abria Iyengar, and Erica Ishii. Oh, and Lou Wilson? I think it's Wilson. They're, I've seen them all on Critical Role before, but they're, <laughs> they have their own show that's on like college humor or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're, they're just like, they're big in the D&D public play world. <laughs> and they're all really great <laughs> storytellers and... It's just such a great story so far, and I just became obsessed with it and listened to all of it in one day, and then I enjoyed the Patreon and listened to their whole (laughs) pre-campaign, and Mm -hmm. it's actually one of the, I think maybe like the only D&D podcast to debut on like the actual charts, like the, you know, everything charts, not just the Mm -hmm. like specifically D&D charts or whatever. Right. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm really enjoying that. And I uh, definitely recommend it. I think it's so good. And it just makes me sad that I still am never going to get to play D&D in my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, never say never. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe someday. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe with people you already know. <laughs> well, there is a role-playing game that I helped with the Kickstarter and mm. I've got a lot of the stuff for playing and I feel like I'll have to run it, which, you know, I've never played before. So it's like, it really feels like a big responsibility to like, <laughs> run a game, <laughs> Right, but it's right. kind of simplistic. And so I'm excited to try that one out whenever I finally get all the material from that one. Yeah, that sounds really fun. I feel like I gotta check this out because all this Critical Role and D&D stuff sounds so cool. I know, I'm so obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds awesome. (laughs) Well, for my recommendation, I'm going to recommend some music. I've kind of been obsessed with this girl group from the UK called Flow, F-L-O. And it sees this is trio of girls who are so talented. I have been kind of nonstop listening to their, it's like an EP called The Lead. And it's the Apple Music Up Next film edition. And it's so good. They're so talented. They're like giving me very much Destiny's Child vibes with like the way their harmonies are so like perfect and their singing voices are so beautiful. And they just had a new song come out called Fly Girl with Missy Elliott. And it samples another Missy Elliott song. It's just so good. <laughs> I love Missy Elliott. And I, <laughs> I know. And so I was like, ah, Missy Elliott and Flow together. So I'm excited to see when they put out like a full album. Finally, I think they're still working on it for all the visuals and all the dancing. And uh, I just love girl groups. So yeah, check out Flow. Awesome. Yeah, I definitely will. I actually was listening to music the other day. I was actually listening to music the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Maya, that's that's a big deal. <laughs> I was actually even listening to the radio in the car, just like Ooh. flipping through the stations. I was like, I haven't done this since I think I was a teenager. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> There's some it interesting stuff out there. <laughs> The same radio stations still exist. <laughs> oh, they sure do. They have the same 
letters and intros and all that other stuff. <laughs> Still play pretty much the same kind of music. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely top 40. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize how many religious stations we had, but... Yeah, well, we do live in the South, so... <laughs> I was like, I thought there'd be more country and less just, you know, sermons, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah no thank you <laughs> that's not for me <laughs> <laughs> but there was quite a bit of top 40 so hmm. I'll, I'll look out for flow <laughs> yes uh yes they're so good i love them yeah we're actually a little bit early but i think that'll be fine so yes i think that's okay oh i would say we never do our in- outro anymore because we recorded it but all right So I'm afraid people skip it, but I still would love to ask you guys to give us five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. And you can do it on Spotify now. And you probably do it on a lot of the podcasting apps. But Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like lately we've not gotten a lot of new listeners. And I don't know if it's just because social media is imploding or because I just never go on there. (laughs) Or Or both. We've just fallen through the cracks of the algorithm. But it would really help us out if you would... um, Give us a, a rating and review. We'd really love it. Yes, absolutely. We love them. Love five stars. <laughs> <laughs> and if you listen to the outro, you'll get to hear us ask again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, asking twice never hurts. I was listening because the re-release of Bridget Jones's Diary came out today. So I was listening mm-hmm. to that. And at the end, we... We, we recommended our favorite rom-coms and I was like, mm-hmm. I literally just recommended those exact same rom-coms when we did whatever was our, what did we do? Oh. We did some sort of a rom-com recently. Oh yeah, we did. I can't remember what it was though. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> My brain. We did, uh, oh, we did the Valentine's check-in and we were saying, oh, and I, was like, right. I can't believe I said the exact same thing like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, up to a certain point, like in the 90s, it was like only then we had rom-coms like majorly. So it's, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard <laughs> to differentiate and choose different ones. Yeah. Okay. Well, looking yes. forward to finishing Sanditon and mm-hmm. we'll talk to you next week. Yes. Thank you for listening. Bye. Good night. <laughs> If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter at mannersmadness or on Instagram at mannersandmadnesspod. Or you can leave a one-minute voicemail on our website at mannersandmadness.com. And if you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you prefer. We also have a donate button on our website, mannersandmadness.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.